right, welcome everybody. Pastor Eli James here and Dan from Georgia. This is January 13, 2024, and uh, the day of the Invincible Sun, <laughs> otherwise known as Christmas, has passed. We're two weeks beyond it, and boy, it's cold here. It's 17 degrees and, and sunny, what we normally sunny Arkansas. And uh, but uh, the South is gonna have to deal with another cold snap. Uh, Texas and other places in the South two years ago had all these frozen pipes. And so it's difficult living in uh, in the South when you have a deep freeze because most people aren't ready for it. The infrastructure is not ready for it. So I'm waiting for all the news of burst pipes <laughs> in, in the South, depending on how far this cold snap goes. How are you feeling, Dan? I'm good. It's about 58 degrees here, oh, wow. so uh, not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, give me a few of those degrees. <laughs> <laughs> you need them. Yeah, yeah. You come down ten, I'll go up ten. That'll, that'll work out just fine. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, but hot coffee never tasted so good <laughs> at seventeen degrees. All right. So today we're going to go into Isaiah chapter twenty-three, and uh, we'll have some comments along the way from various uh, comment uh, sources. And turning it over to you, Dan. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to give a just a quick recap of what we covered last week. So okay. we'll catch everybody up to speed in case they missed it. Uh, chapter 20, we had Sargon of Assyria <clears throat> capturing Ashdod. And Isaiah was instructed to walk naked. Actually, not totally naked, but without his upper garment that the priests wore back in those days. And he had to do this. It says for three years, but... Based on the day for a year principle spoken of in the Bible in Ezekiel chapter four, um, verses three through six, and Numbers chapter verses uh, chapter fourteen, verse thirty-four, it was really three days actually that he had to walk okay. with um, <clears throat> without his uh, upper garment on. Yahweh warned about the king of Assyria taking away the Egyptians and the Ethiopians or the Cushites and those who trusted in Egypt and or Cush would be put to shame. Chapter 21, we had a warning to the Babylonians regarding the Medes and the Persians. And I think this chapter might have been out of chronological order. It seems to me like 22 should have been 21 and 21 should have been 22. But okay. anyway, this was there was also a burden against Duma, which was a town in the highlands of Judah between Hebron and Beersheba. <clears throat> and uh, I think also this, this was, however, a warning to Seir or Edom. And then we had another message concerning Arabia in verse 13, in which the Cushites would abide in the deserts of Arabia as refugees, thanks to this impending invasion of the Medes and Persians. And um, the um, the city of Kedar uh, would be gone. The glory of Kedar would also be destroyed. Mm-hmm. And then in 22, chapter 22, we had a message concerning the crushing defeat of Jerusalem, And uh, Isaiah also spoke of the hasty preparations and defense of the city for the coming invasion, such as the storing of water and the tearing down of houses for stone to strengthen the walls. And the disappointing part was that they never asked for Yahweh's help. And they were told previously to weep and mourn and shave their heads and wear clothes of burlap and to show remorse for their sins, but they refused. Instead, they partied on for tomorrow we die. Mm -hmm. And finally, we were introduced to a man named Shebna, who was a a palace bigwig or a palace administrator who had built himself a a really fancy tomb to glorify himself and his high status and wealth. And uh, obviously, Yahweh did not like this. We are to glorify him and not ourselves. And he said he was going to toss him like a ball into a distant land, no doubt, with the coming captivity. Right. And he would be replaced by Eliakim, who was the son of Hilkiah, and that he would be given the key to the house of David, which was the highest position in the royal court. And that is where we are now. Mm-hmm. Chapter 23. Uh, commentary right here in Esword about Tyre. Uh, whose destruction by Nebuchadnezzar is here foretold, was a city of Phoenicia on the shore of the Mediterranean, 24 miles south of Sidon, and 32 north of Akko, or Ptolemaeus, according to the Antonine and Jerusalem itineraries. 
about latitude 33 degrees, <laughs> 33rd degree, right? Oh, maybe that's where Masons were. Huh? Okay. Yeah. There were two cities of this name, one on the continent called Pale Tyrus or Old Tyre or Poly Tyrus, Old Tyre, according to Strabo, 30 stadia south of the other, which was situated on an island not above 700 paces from the mainland, says Pliny. Old Tyre was taken by Nebuchadnezzar after a siege of 13 years, B.C. 573, which he so utterly destroyed that it never afterwards arose higher than a village. Okay. Uh, hmm. I thought, uh, I thought Alexander had invaded it too. I think, uh, as I remember correctly, he built a um, causeway from the mainland to Tyre. So it must have, it must have uh, reappeared to some extent, to a great extent, actually, for that to happen. Anyway, okay, so let's uh, let's forget about history. That's not important for Bible study. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Okay, take it away. Okay, chapter 23. The burden of Tyre. How, ye ships of Tarshish, for it is laid waste, so that there is no house no entering in. From the land of Chittim, it is revealed to them. So I think what it's saying here is, uh, this is regarding, of course, Tyre, mm-hmm. and that these these um, ships of Tarshish were just the merchant vessels, trading ships, because it was a big trading port. And right. um, this the land of Chittim is referring to Cyprus. And what he's saying is the rumors that you heard about Tyre in Cyprus are all true. Mm-hmm. That it's going down. Right. Verse 2. Be still, ye inhabitants of the isle. Thou whom the merchants of Zidon pass, that pass over the sea have replenished. So it's saying, mourn here in silence, you people on the coast and you merchants of, of Zidon, which was about 20 to 30 miles north of Tyre, again, on the coast. They were kind of like, I don't know, um, what, twin cities you could call them? I don't know. Um, Yeah. They were right there, right there together, about 30 miles apart. Minneapolis, St. Paul. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One's more wicked than the other. Okay. (laughs) Verse 3, and by great waters, speaking of um, the uh, Mediterranean, uh-huh. The seed of Sihor, um, I think this is what we're talking about, was the dark river. Right, yeah. The harvest well, of the river. Yeah, go ahead and finish the verse. I have a commentary okay. uh, picked out on this uh, particular verse. And by the great waters, the seed of Sihor, the harvest of the river, is her revenue, and she is a mart of nations. Okay, so the... Uh, here's a very important thing about Tyre, f- falsely ca- called Phoenicia. It was called Phoenicia by outside historians, right? Uh, and they, they misrepresent Phoenicia as being non-Hebrew. Okay, of course, Phoenicia was founded by Israelites. All of the sailors were Israelites. There weren't any Canaanite sailors. In fact, even the Egyptians who ruled over the Canaanites before the Israelites invaded didn't have much of a navy. They're not a seagoing people. So Phoenicia is Israelite. Now, there may have been Canaanite merchants involved with them. And, of course, they had to deal with uh, the nations that they were shipping to and from. So they had to have some sort of agreement with those nations. Uh, The Bible doesn't get into any such agreements. But here's what it has to say about verse 3. Ellicott's Commentary for English Readers. By great waters, the seed of Sihor, Sihor, the dark river, is, as in Jeremiah 2.18, a Hebrew name for the Nile. The corn trade with Egypt, Ezekiel 27.7, adds the linen trade, was naturally a chief branch of Tyrian commerce. Practically, indeed, as the Egyptians had no timber to build ships and, for the most part, hated the sea, their navy consisted of Phoenicians. Tyre practically reaped the harvest that sprang from the inundation of the Nile for Mart Reed Gain. The great waters are those of the Great Sea, the Mediterranean. 
and that's Ellicott's, and then the Cambridge Bible for schools and colleges. The easiest translation would be, and on great waters, the seed of Shihor, the harvest of the Nile, was her revenue, and it was, the revenue, was the gain of the nations. Shihor might be a name for the Nile, as in Jeremiah 2.18, and the meaning would be that the revenue of Tyre or Phoenicia was derived from the sea traffic in Egyptian grain. This was no doubt the case to some extent, but to suppose that the corn trade with Egypt was a principal source of wealth to Tyre is contrary to all information we possess. But nevertheless, it's a major, you know, they would trade anything. That's the, uh, I think that's the subject here of verse 3. The uh, so-called Phoenicians, the Tyrians, the Israelites of Tyre and and Sidon would uh, trade anything. Okay, and, and just like this, <laughs> just like the world today, where the people who control world trade, namely the Rothschilds, they traded everything, including human trafficking. Okay, exactly. I was right. about to yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, back to you. Okay. Verse four. Be thou ashamed, O Zidon, for the sea has spoken, even the strength of the sea, saying, I travail not nor bring forth children, neither do I nourish up young men, nor bring up virgins. As at the report concerning Egypt, so shall they be sorely pained at the report of Tyre. So when Egypt hears about the news, um, it's going to hurt their trade. Mm -hmm. Pass ye over to Tarshish, Howl, ye inhabitants of the Isle. Is this your joyous city, whose antiquity is of ancient days? Her own feet shall carry her afar off to sojourn. Who has taken this counsel against Tyre, the crowning city, whose merchants are princes, whose traffickers are the honorable of the earth? Okay, so... uh... An important fact to know about Tyre and the whole kingdom of Tyre and the commercial operations of Tyre is that uh, aside from this reference to being uh, hired as the navy for Egypt, there really was no navy. Tyre did not have a navy. The island is too small. I don't know about the coast uh, of the Mediterranean there, but uh, having a, a suitable seaport it's probably not very uh, amenable there on the coast. Anyway, they, they're not a military empire. That's what I'm getting. They're not a military empire. They were just a commercial empire. Okay, but that's how the Rothschilds started out as a, a merely commercial empire. But today, through their merchandise and their money lending, they control empires, other empires, and can uh, create or ruin empires at will with their money lending. So this kind of situation that Tyre was in, but Tyre itself was not a military empire. Okay. Okay. Verse 9. Yahweh of hosts has purposed it to stain the pride of all glory and to bring into contempt all the honorable of the earth. Pass through thy land as a river, O daughter of Tarshish. There is no more strength. He stretched out his hand over the sea. He shook the kingdoms. Yahweh has given a commandment against the merchant city to destroy the strongholds thereof. Hmm. And he said, Thou shalt no more rejoice, O thou oppressed virgin, daughter of Zion. Arise, pass over to Chittim. There also shalt thou have no rest. Okay, um, what verse would you just read, daughter? Oh, daughter of Zidon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, very good. I thought you said Zion. <laughs> no, okay. uh, yeah. Zidon. Z i d o n. There you go. So what he's saying here is, even if you uh, if you flee to Chittim or Cyprus, you're not going to find any rest. Right. Behold, uh, uh, verse thirteen. Behold, the land of the Chaldeans. Speaking of the Babylonians, this people was not till the Assyrian founded it for them that dwell in the wilderness. They set up the towers thereof. They raised up the palaces thereof. 
and he brought it to ruin. So he's saying, look at the, the Chaldeans, the people now of no account. The Assyrians had uh, destined it for the desert creatures, and they set up their siege towers and stripped its palaces and, they, and brought it to ruin. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a terrible thing to have Yahweh on your tail. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah, right. Whack, whack, whack. Okay. Howl, ye ships of Tarshish, for your strength is laid waste. And it shall come to pass in that day that Tyre shall be forgotten 70 years, according hmm. to the days of one king. And after the end of 70 years shall Tyre sing as a harlot. <laughs> Take a harp, go about the city, thou harlot, that has that has been forgotten. Make sweet melody, sing many songs, that thou mayest be remembered. And it shall come to pass after the end of 70 years that Yahweh will visit Tyre, and she shall turn and she shall turn to her hire and shall commit fornication with all the kingdoms of the world upon the face of the earth. And her merchandise and her hire shall be holiness to Yahweh. It shall not be treasured nor laid up, for her merchandise shall be for them that dwell before Yahweh, to eat sufficiently and for durable clothing. So I think what it's saying here is after 70 years, Tyre is going to be revived, but she's going to be, it's going to be different than it was before. Mm -hmm. um, her profits and wages are going to be um, for the profit of those who, who live for <laughs> Yahweh. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> they will be supplied with, with food and, and clothing. Okay. Well, so, it's an island, uh, an island fortress that uh, required importation, you know, to survive, you know, for the people to survive. So it was, it was never that big an empire, but as a commercial operation, it was huge. Uh, probably the biggest commercial uh, operation in the ancient world. You know, mm -hmm. it, yeah, their ships even came to America <laughs> and South America. All right. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Chapter twenty-four. Behold, Yahweh makes the earth empty and makes it waste, and turns it upside down, and scatters abroad the inhabitants thereof. Uh oh, can we take that literally? Are we talking about a pole shift here? <laughs> <laughs> and it shall be, as with the people, so with the priest, as with the servant, so with his master, as with the maid, so with her mistress, as with the buyer, so with the seller, as with the lender, so with the borrower. Uh -oh. As with the taker of usury, so with the giver of usury to him. So no one's going to be spared. That's right. Here. Yeah. Well, you can go to the bank and the, the window will be closed. And you can't get the <laughs> cash. can't get your cash out. Mm -hmm. They definitely have that plan for it. In fact, I've been talking to people. They've been having difficulty transferring funds. Banks have been freezing funds on people, uh, but they so far they have uh, reopened them. But, for example, uh, people have been going to the banks here in Harrison uh, just to get coins, and they're out of coins. You know, you usually go to get a roll of quarters or a roll of dimes. Yeah. They're, they're out. What do you mean? It's a bank. You're supposed to have money. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> okay. How does a bank run out of money? Yeah, well, that's happening. Yeah, and even uh, you know large uh, transfers, uh, uh, you have to wait. Uh, you have to stand in line and wait to to transfer money. So how long will it be before wow. you won't get any at all? Okay, not mm -hmm. too long, folks. Get ready. Okay. Now I can understand. Many years ago, when we were on a gold standard, and they didn't banks would have runs when there wasn't enough gold back in the money. Right. But we don't even we haven't been on a gold standard for years. So. Right. And most money is actually check money. Uh, cash is hardly used anymore, especially for large purchases. Nobody uses cash. <laughs> it's checks, credit cards, transfers, that sort of thing, or what a, a Bitcoin. Right. So real money, gold and silver, there hardly is any. If there, and the, the Rothschilds have cornered the market on that, and it's all in their vaults. So that mm -hmm. we can't, so that we can't use it, okay. 
Yep. Verse 3, the land shall be utterly emptied and utterly spoiled, for Yahweh has spoken this word. The earth mourns and fades away. The world languishes and fades away. The haughty people of the earth do languish. The earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof, because they have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinance, broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore has the curse devoured the earth, and they that dwell therein are desolate. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth are burned and few men left. The new wine mourns, the vine languishes, all the merry-hearted do sigh. The mirth of tabrets ceases, the noise of them that rejoice ends, the joy of the harp ceases. They shall not drink wine with a song. Strong drink shall be bitter to them that drink it. The city of confusion is broken down. Every house is shut up that no man may come in. Mm. There is a crying for wine in the streets. All joy (laughs) is darkened. The mirth of the land is gone. All the bars are closed. What's wrong? (laughs) Oh, boy. It's happening now. I mean, when COVID came, how many businesses were destroyed by COVID? It's just going to keep getting worse. Yeah, how many how many um, people lost their jobs because of that? That's crap, right. Too? That's right. Yeah, and uh, the government was no help. The government was the enemy. No, they were the many, enemy. They caused yeah. it. I wonder how many and people Mr., have figured Mr., that out. Um, yeah. Trump. Mr. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Father of the Mr. vaccine, as he liked to brag on. Right. <laughs> there you go. He was the one who brought it, brought it all in. That's right. That's absolutely right. He is not a savior of the country. He's just another Jew shill. That's all he, he is. is. He really yeah. is. And that really woke me up. Yep. Because I, I actually was dumb. And I voted for him in 2016. But yeah. I, I didn't vote at all in 2020. And I'm not yeah. going to vote again. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's no point. There's no every, point. Every candidate is, uh, what do they call it? There's a new word for it, for the, the, the bi-party, right? <laughs> it's yeah. Like, it's, it's just one party, folks. Forget about mm-hmm. different parties. They, they don't exist. Okay. Same circus, different clowns. That's right? all it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, verse 11. <clears throat> There is crying for wine in the streets. All joy is darkened. The mirth of the land is gone. In the city is left desolation, and the gate is smitten with destruction. Mm. When thus it shall be in the midst of the land among the people, there shall be as the shaking of an olive tree and as the gleaning grapes when the vintage is done. They shall lift up their voice They shall sing for the majesty of Yahweh. They shall cry aloud from the sea. There will be a wailing and a gnashing of teeth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Verse 15, Wherefore glorify ye Yahweh in the fires, even the name of Yahweh God of Israel in the isles of the sea. You know, that's really something that galls me to no end, the fact that these churches... Never quote the verses of the hard times. They're Never. all preaching. No, 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 you'll be raptured. You, you won't be affected yeah. by these hard times. Well, uh, how many of these churches are empty with rapturees? <laughs> None of them, right? No, people are leaving these churches in droves because they're teaching milk toast doctrine, and that, that won't cut it. It just shows that the all of what's called Judeo-Christianity is just plain apostate. It's not worth. It's not worth a damn. And uh, so we just keep counseling people to get out of these churches, and just yeah. study the Bible on your own or with a group, and do yeah. the best you can. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't teach anything. No, they don't. No. They they, they, they yeah. teach a, a a feel good message because they want people to keep. Well, they think it's going to keep bringing people back, and they'll put more money in the plate. Right. I think that's what the whole reason well, they do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 shekel, the <laughs> shekel gospel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> the gospel and of the preachers, almighty shekel. There you go. And these preachers like these, uh, this Joel Osteen and oh. what's his name? Hagee. I mean, yeah. they have supposedly millions of, of followers and, right. and uh, people in their congregation. But if you read reading the Bible, real prophets weren't popular people. That's right. They were hated. I mean, mm -hmm. we'll see it when we get into uh, Jeremiah. Right. And then there's, it's not written in Isaiah, but I have uh, read documents that Isaiah was actually sawn in half. Mm. He was, and how, how he was, that was how he was murdered. Right. And none, none of these guys were popular. They That's weren't. Because right. when you go telling people that they need to work on their relationship with God and tell them yeah. what they do wrong, people don't really like to hear that. No, I'm saved. How dare you say I'm not saved? <laughs> I hate you. I want to hear that everything they do is fine. I kill you twice. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where all these lovey-dovey Christians, uh, if you challenge them one bit, they, you know, all that love preaching they do turns to, turns to not. You know, it turns to anger. Oh, yeah. Outrage. Oh, yeah. yeah. They hate you. Come out. Yeah. So, so be careful what you say. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful! You might you might get sawed in half like, uh, like Isaiah. And and they didn't just say it to to ordinary people. They said this to the to the high muckety dogs, oh, the kings that's right. and the you know, yes. princes and, and people and those, who really have humongous egos and don't right. want to hear that they're and, not that they're doing something wrong. And those were Israelites, not Jews. Exactly, they okay. sure were. Yep. Okay, verse sixteen. From the uttermost part of the earth. Have we heard songs, even glory to the righteous? But I said, my leanness, my leanness, woe unto me. The treacherous dealers have dealt treacherously. Yea, the treacherous dealers have dealt, have dealt very treacherously. So I guess what he's saying here is. Um, they just get more and more treacherous all the time. Yeah. You can see that the government. And this is true of all governments on the planet, including Muslim governments. Once the uh, cycle of corruption has begun, there's no stopping it. It, it will self-destruct. That's what's happening to the Israeli state right now. It's self-destructing. And uh, there's nothing that Netanyahu can do about it because you know, that country is it's teeming with insurrection because the Jews can't get along with one another. Right, which is a good thing for us. Not that we're any better at getting along with each other, but uh, they're they're you know, they're just self-destructing as we speak with all of their you know zealous uh, what's the word uh, fanatical sects mm -hmm. that they have. Okay, and so I, I've been predicting that Netanyahu is going to get bumped off, and because uh, they've done it two or three other times already, because uh, he's only got a four percent approval rating. Oh <laughs> that's, wow, that's worse than Biden. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not long for this world. Anyway, back to you. Okay. Uh, verse 17. Fear and the pit and the snare are upon thee, O inhabitant of the earth. And it shall come to pass that he who flees from the noise of the fear shall fall into the pit. Oh, and boy. he that comes up out of the midst of the pit shall be taken in the snare. For the windows from on high are open, and the foundations of the earth do shake. So if you try to get away from yeah. it, you're going to fall into a pit. Yeah, you better if, better have a flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> Step into another pit or into a snare. Ouch! A bear trap? Ooh. Anything's mm -hmm. possible. Yeah, I was walking in a country field uh, doing a little surveying uh, a couple days ago. And uh, I tripped over uh, you know, a hardware cloth that was laying on the ground but hidden by the grass. And that happened two or three times. So I had to pick that stuff up and you know, the, the weeds hold on to it. It took quite an effort to, 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 so, so, that, so that nobody else would trip over it, right? So uh, you never know what you're going to find. Uh, uh, you uh, trip over a... a yeah, it could be something really small, right? <laughs> that you trip over, hit your head, and you knock yourself out, mm -hmm. and uh, no one to help. Okay, you really have to be careful these days. Really careful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Verse nineteen: 
The earth is utterly broken down. <clears throat> the earth is clean dissolved. The earth is moved oh, exceedingly. Amen. It's... Yep. The earth shall reel to ah. and fro like a drunkard and shall be removed down. like a cottage. Yep. And the transgression thereof shall be heavy upon it, and it shall fall and not rise again. Okay, there will be a new heavens and a new earth. New heaven and a new earth, yep. All right. And it shall come to pass in that day that Yahweh shall punish the host of the high ones that are on high, and the kings of the earth upon the earth. Can't wait. Can't I wait. can't wait either. <laughs> right. I'm counting down the days. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I should do. And uh, when I was in Vietnam, all the, the uh, what do you call it, the uh, draftees had what was called a short calendar. So every draftee had to serve for a whole year, okay? So all of the troops made up these short calendars that uh, had to, you know, you, you cross off every day that you served, you know, so that way you know how much longer you've got mm -hmm. to go before you are allowed to go home. And so mm -hmm. I was one of the few that, that made it, <laughs> right? Most of the other guys either got wounded or killed or, or transferred to, they re-upped and got a, a cushy job with the military rather than fight it out for a whole year. So uh, so it was getting ridiculous. But the closer you get to that last date, the more the more you uh, worry, right? Oh, am I going to make it? You know, yeah. I don't want to die with only three days left to go. Come on, God, get me out of this place. <laughs> so, I mean, your, your worry increases as you get close to the end, right? So I'm going to make a short calendar for the judgment day. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to give us three years. I'm going to give us three years. And uh, so that's what three three times three hundred sixty-five. Because if we make it that far, but well, we'll know we won't have much time left. All right, back to you. Okay, so you're you're giving it three years, huh? Yeah, I'm giving that's it three your... years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, verse twenty-two, and they shall be gathered together as prisoners are gathered in the pit, and shall be shut up in the prison, and after many days shall they be visited. Hmm. Okay. Punished. Right. Yeah. Maranatha. Mm -hmm. that, uh, that means that uh, Yahweh is going to take us, take us to the shed <laughs> with, with that switch. And he's going to give us a few whacks on the behind. You don't want to be visited that way. No. But that's that's what it means. Right. Mm -hmm. Verse 23. Then the moon shall be confounded and the mm. sun ashamed. When Yahweh of hosts shall reign in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem and before his ancients gloriously. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So get ready, folks. Be a prepper. So you we know. know this definitely has not occurred yet. No, no, not, of, not the extreme. Any, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, not the pole shift and all of this. Uh, well, the extreme weather certainly has begun. Okay. That's happening all with all the tornadoes and the uh, cyclones that are getting bigger and stronger, and of course part of it that's part of it is harp. And they don't know whenever they deliberately affect the weather, there's always going to be uh, an equal and opposite reaction somewhere else on the planet. So they never when you start messing with Mother Nature. You're, you're setting into motion stuff that you don't want that's going to come back and bite you, okay? So that's what's going to happen. The more they mess with the weather, the more, the more they disturb the equilibrium of the planet. And, and sooner or later, those tidal waves are going to engulf New York City and, all, and yeah. all of their synagogues with tunnels underneath to where they're molesting children, okay? That's a big story, by the way. Speaking not, of uh, harp, yeah. okay. Do you really think that? I mean, I, I know they can influence the weather, but can they? Do they have that much control over it, or the, can they merely exacerbate what's already occurring? In other words, make a a thunderstorm even worse, or a yeah, tornado no, even worse? You know. No, well, I mean, cloud seeding uh, going back into the nineteen late nineteen fifties, early sixties was very effective. So they can, by cloud seeding, they can make it rain just about anywhere on, on the planet because uh, mm -hmm. 
the chemical, I forget what it is, attracts moisture, okay, and the more they seed it, the more moisture it attracts, it's got to take it from somewhere else, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so that uh, it deprives the other areas, and then, uh, of course, you have a thunderstorm in the desert that just creates a, a flood, you know, a wash, what do they call it, arroyos, the dry riverbeds that be, suddenly have a torrential rain, wash out the roads and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're playing with fire, and we're playing with the mm-hmm. weather. It's not good. It's not good. Yeah, I would say that that's Yahweh's domain right there. Oh, of course, and yeah. When you start messing with that, you're, you are definitely playing with fire. Yes. Yeah, the birth, the birth pangs are coming <laughs> closer and closer. Yeah, every other day, it's it's extreme more extreme weather. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the more they play with Mother Nature, the more Mother Nature gets angry. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Equal and opposite reaction. It's unavoidable. <clears throat> okay. The same with uh, Gaza. The uh, you know they're trying to create a new canal going through Gaza from the Red Sea to bypass the, what, the, the Suez Canal, right? Because <laughs> the Jews don't want to pay any fees for further ships. But what's happening is uh, independent groups of Muslims are uh, uh, shooting rockets at shipping and the Israeli uh, Navy ships are being uh, redirected around Malaysia and other ports. The world is turning against the Jewish state. Mm-hmm. All of the finagling they've done to c- control people with their money is starting to fail as the money starts to fail. Okay? It's inevitable. Yeah. It's inevitable, okay, that the whole system comes crashing down. So let's get ready, you know, as I've been saying for 20 years now, stock up on canned tuna and wheelbarrows because the inflation rate is that bad it is that bad already okay and only gonna get worse yeah that's right yes oh (laughs) right i can feel the pain and uh and i've been feeling it health-wise i've had to really do a lot of study to overcome what because i caught the flu when i was in vegas and I'm convinced is either from chemtrails or what they're injecting into the water and into the food. Mm-hmm. They're literally injecting mRNA, you know, virus or bacteria into the food supply, right? And you'd never know it because it doesn't affect the appearance of the fruit. But uh, I've been talking with people from coast to coast. Uh, uh, I know people locally on the West Coast, on the East, East Coast, who caught this latest flu. None of them have been injected. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're still catching it because it's got to be coming through the water supply, food supply, etc. And uh, I've learned how to beat it. Okay. And so I'm going to do a show. If I, I need to do a little more research to make sure I have it all down and all of the particular remedies that are available. But what I've concluded is that uh, there's two things going on. Number one, the bio-warfare by injecting stuff into, you know, what, whatever we breathe, right? Breathe, mm-hmm. eat, and drink, etc. okay? And uh, then there's what's called a biofilm, which has just come into prominence. And what, what that is, is that bacteria form into clumps that have its own skin, like an amoeba. And that skin is very difficult to penetrate but I've uh, discovered certain items that you can include in your diet that break up the biofilm so that your immune system can start getting rid of these parasitic entities, you know, whether it's germs or, uh, you know, candida or whatever, okay? If you don't break up the biofilm, uh, your attempts to cure this, whatever problem you have, will fail. You've got to break <laughs> up the biofilm. And... I found one of the best uh, things you can do is EDTA. EDTA is uh, simply the, the the substance they use when you get a, um, you know, they they hook you up to a machine to clean out your blood. Okay, that's that's the chemical they use. I forget what it, it's actually a natural. Uh, it's it, it's a synthesized product from uh, from some plant. I forget what it is. So 
But uh, yeah, so I'm going to do a health report because people who are coming down with this flu, it really hangs on. It, you're gonna, it's going to stick with you for a couple months if it doesn't kill you. So I've come up with a solution how to get rid of it quickly. All right. So, That'll be a good show. I'll, yeah. I'll definitely yeah. listen yeah, to I, that. I was planning on doing it tomorrow, but I, I, I need to do a little bit more research to get, you know, get clear on it. So maybe a week, a week from tomorrow on Voice of Christian Israel. Uh, I'll do a show about that because I've I've licked it, okay. I figured out how to get rid of it. So, and I'm sure anybody listening who's got it would want to know how to do that, okay. Uh, all right, very good. You know, I, yeah. I know. You know, you mentioned chemtrails. I know they're real. There's no oh, doubt sure. about it. Yeah. But my only, I guess, doubt you could say is if they spray these chemtrails, aren't they spraying it on themselves as well? Because they well, have to live on this earth too. Yeah, well, they're they're not spraying over the, the bank banking institutions in London, right? Right. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'm sure they they are already aware of the antidote. Okay. So if mm-hmm. they do get affected, you know, they, they pop a pill or take a concoction. Oh, by the way, one of the most important uh, compounds you can take to get rid of biofilm is uh, cayenne pepper. Cayenne okay. pepper, okay? Bugs don't like cayenne pepper, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it, it will attack the biofilm. So uh, you know, there's nothing in medical... I haven't even heard of biofilm until recently. So, uh, but of course, the medical professionals, I kind of warn you about that. All right? So, okay. yeah, I mean, uh, the medical profession is designed to, to fool us, you know, and, and to misinform us. Uh, this is why it's so hard to get healthy with allopathic medicine, Right? Well, you, you don't make money when you just um, when you find a cure. You make money by treating the symptoms, by covering up the symptoms. Yeah, or as the industry says, a customer cured is a customer lost. Yep, exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's get back to Isaiah. Okay, chapter yeah. 25. O Yahweh, my, thou art my God. I will exalt thee. I will praise thy name. For thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. For thou hast made a, made of a city a heap, a defense city a ruin, a place of strangers to be no city. It shall never be built. Mm. Therefore shall the strong people glorify thee. The city of the terrible nations shall fear thee. For thou hast been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress a refuge from the storm, a shadow from the heat, when the blast of the terrible ones is as a storm against the wall. Thou shalt bring down the noise of strangers as the heat in a dry place, even the heat with the shadow of a cloud. The branch of the terrible ones shall be brought low. And in this mountain shall Yahweh of hosts make unto all people a feast of fat things, a feast of wines on the lees, of fat things full of marrow, of wines on the lees well refined. Okay, uh, I have a comment on, uh, yeah, verse 4, a strength to the needy in his distress. Uh, the, the word his is not indicated by the word study here, and it's unnecessary. Uh, a strength to the needy in distress. Why insert the pronoun? Especially was since, that inserted? Because mine's not in italics. I thought it was just no. It's word. not. You know, they probably forgot to italicize it. Okay. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. But it's not totally unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Right. First of all, it's a masculine pronoun. Where the needy are in both genders, right? <laughs> There's absolutely mm-hmm. no need for that word "his" to be inserted there. Okay. It should be to the needy in distress. Okay? Yeah. I mean the. KJV does this multiple times where they insert pronouns that supposedly clarify things. And it's not necessary. It doesn't clarify anything. And it, it muddies the water. And the same thing in Genesis 3.15 when they insert the word his, talking about the entire genome. Well, no, it should be its because when you're talking about both genders, you have to use the neuter pronoun, okay? And mm-hmm. the, the King James is full of these, you know, 
mistaken grammar insertions. Okay. All right. Back to you. Yeah, you're right. Sometimes it makes it more confusing than, than it, uh, if they right. had never inserted the word in the first place. That's right. Especially when it's unnecessary. Mm -hmm. okay. Verse seven, and he will destroy in this mountain, the face of the covering cast over all people and the veil that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death in victory. Mm. And Yahweh God, or Lord God in this instance, will wipe away tears from off all faces. And the rebuke of his people shall he take away from off all the earth. For Yahweh has spoken it. And it shall be in that day, it shall be said in that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. This is Yahweh. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. So who's going to be saying this? in this, this mount. Who's going to be saying this? All the people of the earth or Israel. Okay, it says his people. His okay. people, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're the ones who are going to be saying this. Uh, but nevertheless, the whole world will rejoice when all the evil has, has finally been destroyed. Okay. And a certain group of people are totally yes. eliminated. Yeah, there you go. Verse yeah. 10. For in this mountain shall the hand of Yahweh rest, and Moab shall be trodden down under him, even as straw is trodden down for the dunghill. And he shall spread forth his hands in the midst of them, as he that swims spreads forth his hands to swim. And he shall bring down their pride together with the spoils of their hands. And the fortress of the high fort of thy walls shall he bring down, lay low, and bring to the ground, even to the dust. Okay, well, uh, that certainly happened to the temple in Jerusalem, didn't it? <laughs> mm -hmm. And the Jews are still trying to rebuild it. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm kind of curious. I wonder why he would throw Mo. This is this hasn't happened yet. None of this has happened yet, right? Okay. This well, is for future. But he brings Moab into mm -hmm. the. Uh, I wonder why I even mentioned Moab in verse ten. That's just. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Moab was destroyed. I, I don't think there's any nation that identifies with Moab anymore. There might be some Moabites still surviving to this day, but certainly not as a nation or as a political unit, okay? So as, with regard to Moab, I think that that's, that happened in those days, okay? But even oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wonder why, because uh, right. this, to me, is a future, this is a future occurrence, what we're reading here. This hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So but he's like bringing Moab. up something about yeah. Moab, which happened, has already happened. Yeah, so. well, like Moab was destroyed, you know, other nations will be destroyed. Okay, I think Comparing it to Moab is what right. you're saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Chapter, Chapter 26. In that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks. Open ye the gates that the righteous nation which keeps the truth may enter in. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusts in thee. Yeah. That can only be the remnant, because there are hardly any righteous Israelites in the world, just a few of us. <laughs> right? The law's been done away with, don't you know? Yeah, that's been done Yeah, done away with. We can. Yeah. It's okay to rape and murder and steal. Yeah, right, yeah. There is no law, right? That's, right. that's just, what just be, the logic behind that. Right. <laughs> Just be nice and not worry about evil at all. Just pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. Stick your head in the sand. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the ostrich syndrome. Yep. Yep. Verse 4. Trust ye in Yahweh forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. For he brings down them that dwell on high, the lofty city. He lays it low. He lays it low even to the ground. He brings it even to the dust. The foot shall tread it down, even the feet of the poor and the steps of the needy. The way of the just is uprightness. Thou, most upright, dost weigh the path of the just. <clears throat> yea, in the way of thy judgments, O Yahweh, have we waited for thee. The desire of our soul 
is to thy name and to the remembrance of thee. With my soul have I desired thee in the night. Yea, with my spirit within me will I seek thee early. For when thy judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Let favor be showed to the wicked, yet will he not learn righteousness. <laughs> in the land of uprightness will he deal unjustly. There you go. And will not behold the majesty of Yahweh. No, just pretend that those people don't exist. What is it? Love the sinner, hate the sin. No, the <laughs> sinner are going to be destroyed. Yeah. It galls me how these churches just reverse the meaning of the word, the holy word that is, you know, the Bible. Okay. Well, well we're not even going to be here. We're going to be raptured. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> and just watch it all go down from a safe place, right? Yeah. yeah. Too bad that's not actually going to happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. as in the days of Noah. And oh, in the right. days of Noah, no one was raptured. That's right. Certainly not Noah and his family. They nope. were here on the earth. They had to ride yep. out the storm. Ride like in the storm out. <laughs> Great song, by the way. Anyway. Yeah, we have to. We're gonna to have to ride this out. There is no rapture. There is no uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, what? You, what? The, the uh, faithful are not gonna be taken up into the air and to avoid. You know, it's not gonna happen, right? That uh, this uh, another falsehood that the churches teach. I mean, yeah. where did they come up with this stuff? Well, that was done by a lady, a girl. Did that well, Margaret McDonald first? Right. Yeah. That was the first rapture theorist. And right. That was back in what 1830, I believe, something yeah, like that. Something like that, right? Yeah, in Scotland. In Scotland, yeah. yeah. The curse of Scotland. <laughs> Raptured by the jab, <laughs> Mary says. There you go. Yeah. Raptured by the jab, and they're not going to heaven. <laughs> they're going to the other place. Didn't go to heaven was the other place. I mean, I, regarding that jab, I think a lot of, I feel sorry for a lot of the people that took it. They, oh. they really think that they're being, they don't realize that they're being misled, you know. Of course. And I've well, even got you... family members who I beg not to take, right. it, but yeah. they didn't listen. Me so. too. Me too. <clears throat> and as you, you've got to trust in Yahweh as opposed to, you know, it's not, it's a religion. You know, allopathic yeah. medicine is a religion. It's, mm -hmm. There's no rationality to it. You just believe what the doctor says, right? There's no yeah, science. He, he, yeah. Yeah. He's got a white coat on. He went to college. <laughs> right? Yeah. right? So instead of a pastor's robe, he's got a white coat on and a smock, right? Yeah. Uh, mock the smock. It's not worth, it's not worth re respecting that smock. Mm -hmm. know, it's medical lies. Medical uh, uh with oligarchy, medical oligarchy, yeah. All right, okay. verse yeah. 11. Yahweh, when thy hand is lifted up, they will not see, but they shall see and be ashamed for their envy at the people. Uh -huh. Yea, the fire of thy enemies shall devour them. Yahweh, thou wilt ordain peace for us, for thou also hast wrought all our works in us. O Yahweh, our God, other lords beside thee have had dominion over us, but by thee only will we make mention of thy name. Mm -hmm. They are dead, they shall not live. <laughs> they are deceased, they shall not rise. Therefore hast thou visited and destroyed them, and made all their memory to perish. Thou hast increased the nation, O Yahweh. Thou hast increased the nation. Thou art glorified. Thou had removed it far unto all the ends of the earth. Yahweh, in trouble had they visited thee. They have poured out a prayer when thy chastening was upon them. Like as a woman with child that draws near the time of her delivery is in pain and cries out in her pangs. So have we been in thy sight, O Yahweh. We have been with child. We have been in pain. We have, we have as it were, brought forth wind. <laughs> we have not we have not wrought any deliverance in the earth, neither have the inhabitants of the world fallen. 
Thy dead men shall live. Together with my dead body shall they arise. Awake and sing, ye that dwell in dust. For thy dew is as the dew of herbs. And the earth shall cast out the dead. So Isaiah is predicting his own resurrection. Very good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hope he's right. (laughs) (laughs) He's right about everything else. Why not that? Yeah. 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 Verse 20, come my people, enter into thy chambers and shut thy doors about thee. Hide thyself, as it were, for a little moment until the indignation be overpassed. Major prophecy here, because those of us who are, you know, the world is not, there's no military might that can fight against Yahweh, for sure, right? But for us, wherever we're at, the Jew world order is going to try to take us over militarily. So, but they can't, they can't attack every household. They're not capable of doing that. So that's why I've been saying it. The cities are going to go first, right? Yeah. But Babylon yeah. will wear itself out taking over the cities, and uh, they're just not going to be able to take over the whole world, especially for, for those of us who have guns and are capable of fighting back. But there, there's no reason for you to start a fight. If you see the army coming, just let them go by and until the indignation be overpassed. You know, don't start a fight on your own. That's asking for trouble. Yep. Yeah. Like just keep a rich. low profile, really. <laughs> just keep a low profile, absolutely. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Last verse, chapter, uh-huh. uh, verse 21. For behold, Yahweh cometh out of his place to punish the inhabitants mm-hmm. of the earth for their iniquity. The earth also shall disclose her blood and shall no more cover her slain. Amen. <clears throat> well, this corresponds to Matthew chapter 23 where Yahshua accuses the whole bloodline of Cain for the murder of Abel and everybody down to Zechariah in his day. And, of course, we know they're still guilty of uh, all of the you know, the wars and plagues, mm-hmm. etc. from that point on. So from uh, the day that Cain killed Abel until the judgment day, the Jews are guilty of all the blood that has been shed on the face of the earth. Okay. They killed Yeshua. That's right. No, they didn't. The Romans did. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? yeah. The Romans did. Yeah, right. Okay. Perfect timing. All right, everybody. Take care. Yahweh bless. Stay healthy and stay safe in these end times because we are in the end times. No doubt about it. Thanks for listening. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Next week. Bye. See you.